fear is something of the personality, not of the soul. And so my soul is not afraid. So I'm going to lead with that. And I, my intention is to make people happy and hopefully make a good impression and not like have my dress like fly open. On, it's too tight is what happened. It's too small. And I'm scared, but Um, I also think it would be absolutely hysterical, so. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com. Find out more at the end of this episode. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Let's jump in. Our guest today is Lee Nash. She is famous for being in the band Sixpence None the Richer. They sang uh, famously Kiss Me. Uh, I was in the movie She's All That. Remember that song, Kiss Me? Beneath the milky twilight, kiss me. That is the worst impression. Did you hear that, guys? That's why I don't sing, y'all. Okay, kiss me. You got to give it that little. Um, I I will never do that again. I apologize. All right, yes, phenomenal singer. She's amazing. She's got a new album out. Um, it's called The Tide. Amazing collaborations. Uh, it's coming out in two parts. There's a great song called uh, God Gave Me Horses. We talk about it in here. Uh, Such a great song. I love it so much. She's got a new tour. She's playing the Grand Old Opry for the first time. Um, So we talk about that. Her new tour, the new music she's got coming out, some of her favorite artists that she's listening to right now. And also, I get her take on the Joe Rogan, Spotify, uh, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell situation. So stick around. Lee Nash. It's a great interview. But first, let's get a word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food. Got to keep the lights on, y'all. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm here to tell you about TexasRealFood.com. It's a great website where you can find local farm fresh food in Texas. Just enter your zip code, okay? It'll bring up Texas farms and ranches, farmers markets, farm to table restaurants, and more that are around you. It's really easy to use. Also, if you think there's a business that should be on the list that isn't on there, let us know. We'll get them at it. As well as being able to enter your zip code and find all the great places around you, we also have great recipes, cooking techniques. You can learn about food and Texas food specifically um, and local food events that are happening in Texas. It's a great website aside from that. And it also features, of course, the Lone Star Plate podcast that it produces. Um, We've also got some other features as well, like Food for Thought, Fresh from the Kitchen, Tasting Texas, the Texas Mom Blog, Real Food, Promptuary, a lot of great resources about Texas, all things Texas, focusing on Texas farmers and ranches and, you know, real food, y'all. Okay, so anyway, please go to TexasRealFood.com right now and begin your Texas journey for great food. All right, back to the show. Before we get back to our main interview, here is a 30-second snippet of a YouTube exclusive highlighting local Texas movers and shakers. Here is Yolanda Nagy out of Austin, Texas. 
Check out the full interview on our YouTube channel, Lone Star Play. We'll put a link in the description. Enjoy. When I told him that I had a podcast, nobody in the foodie industry really knew what it was. But I would try and interview these foodie people, and they were like, well, you know, when you get kind of famous, uh, just call us. You know, I'm like, really? I didn't even, you're famous? <laughs> I didn't know you were famous. I'm just, you know, I'm just asking you to come on and talk about food, you know? But when I went to the farmer's market, man, they were just like, yeah, I'd love to talk to you. You know, we love to share what we have, you know, and stuff. Sure. And, and then I realized they needed to be heard. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us. Please follow us on social media. Search the Lone Star Play TX. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you can be notified of all the new content we put out every week. We break down the episode into clips. All right, guys, let's jump into this episode. Lee Nash, amazing, absolutely hilarious, by the way. Get ready to laugh, y'all. Lee Nash, enjoy. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we got to put this together. We've been trying since December. I know. Um, be, right? Beginning of December. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me back. How was how was Dr. Peter Hotez? Did that happen yet? Yeah, yeah. I did it yesterday. Um, and Dr. Elena Botazzi, both of them worked wow. on it e equally. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, they were amazing. They were? They were yeah, they were amazing. They answered everything, you know. They were just so game, right? Yeah. For every just let's do this. Let's 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 break some myths. Let's right. let's get some people vaccinated, you know. I gotta I gotta watch that. Yeah, I it's gonna be a good one. Watch it, right. Or it, it's, it's not out yet. It'll be out uh, Thursday. Okay. Cool. It'll be out this Thursday. And actually what I did um with that for everyone listening to, um well um I what I did, Lee. This was really cool. So I have a few friends, well, quite a few friends that have not been vaccinated. Right. I have not excommunicated them from my life. No. They're, st they're still my friends. So I've been talking to them for months and months. Um, and I said, okay, look, guys, I'm having these doctors on. This is a real opportunity for y'all to ask some real questions and get some real answers. So I did a panel over the weekend with them, and we talked about all the reservations and any questions they had. And then I presented some of that to the doctors. So smart. Right. And then what we're going to do is those guys are going to watch that episode on Thursday. We're going to meet again over the weekend, yeah. talk about it, see if, see if some things changed. Who knows? Wow. What a great idea. I love you know? that. And yeah. it's not just for them, right? They represent a lot of people lot of listening people. in on the yeah. podcast. So That's we'll wonderful. see. Well, uh, man, kudos for getting those, those doctors on. I, yes. I respect uh I respect them very much. That's awesome. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they're they're ch I mean, they literally will be have their footprint in history. Yep. Absolutely. Like it's cra it's crazy like to wrap my you know brain around that. It's like y'all don't even know the impact y'all have made like to save no. literally millions comfort. upon millions of I, I lives. Mean, every yeah, everything. I, I've looked to them for comfort, information. Yeah. I trust them. And yeah. that's a really big deal when you're scared. So, yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Well, Lee, how was your Christmas? How, how did everything go over the holidays? Um, I know, you know, everything was spreading around. Omicron was, was yeah. out and about. But uh, did you have a, a good holiday? 
We did. We, we did. It was just us, just the three of us. My son turned 18 right after Christmas. So he's like one of those babies that has to share um, (laughs) his birthday with the Lord Jesus. Um, But, but uh, he, you know, he, we had a great, a great um, Christmas. It was quiet. Um, And so, yeah, it was really, really nice. My grandmother passed away a few days into January, like on the third and she would have been 98 on January 20th. So it's been a really like, auspicious time if that makes sense um just a lot of um a lot of turnover you know when someone passes that that that's that big a part of your life um it seems like i don't know something cracks open for a little bit yeah absolutely well i'm so sorry to hear that my best to you and your family thank you Um, well she certainly was happy to hear (laughs) she was so ready to go (laughs) really yeah yeah yeah. she's like i live my life Right. Yes, to a funny point, she kept asking me on the phone, Lee, when you get up there, would you please ask Jesus why I'm still here? <laughs> and I was like, you understand that means I have to die. Right? Yeah. I, uh, grandma, I got to go first. Like, That's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sure thing, man, I'll ask. Um, but uh, yeah, but my mom was with her and, and it's been great for my mom and um, but yeah, she was one of the greatest Texas women ever to uh, be born and live a life there. I will say that for her. That's awesome. Well, hats off. Moment of silence to uh, to her. Absolutely. What was her name? Ruby Woolley. Ruby Woolley. Wow. Phenomenal. Well, we're going to dedicate this podcast to Ruby. Thank you. I love Thank that. You. That's awesome. So you've gotten into the new year. I know you've got a new tour coming up pretty soon, yeah. right? And the first gig is pretty badass. It's kind of say. a big deal. Yeah, Kind of a big deal. Yeah, kind of a big yeah, deal. I'm pretty nervous. Yeah, I'm playing uh, the Opry for the first time um, on Friday. So uh, I, I spoke every day. I've, you know, spoken a new, well, an, a clear intention and... Um, you know, because I tend to get pretty nervous in like really big buildings. <laughs> um, so, but I'm not. Um, so I, I know I just did speak that into the universe, but I haven't until just now. And I'm like, take even back. if you're not performing in that building, if it's just a big building, you're nervous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that's a good point. That's a good point, Patrick. No, if I was sitting in the audience. Even sometimes, like if it's high ceilings or it's, yeah, it's just big spaces. There's a, there's, there's a fear for that. I get it. But fear is, fear is something of the personality, not of the soul. And so my soul is not afraid. So I'm going to lead with that. And I, my intention is to make people happy and hopefully make a good impression and not like have my dress, like fly open on, it's too tight. (laughs) is what happened it's too small (laughs) and i'm scared but Um, i also think it would be absolutely hysterical so well that too i'll wear good yeah that too that's funny i mean a great start on this right right (laughs) (laughs) listen i mean that is a power that would be a powerful way to make a statement there at the old opry right like yeah a good bad impression or a bad good impression I think it's um, in a way it might be good that it's like the first one, 
You know, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Was that on purpose or I mean, you're playing like 10 to 12 gigs, something like that. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wish it was more and it would be. I mean, uh, this is kind of a strange time because Henry, my son's about to graduate in May. So I've intentionally kept a lot of space open. Got it. But okay. June, June will be really packed with shows. And I'm bringing my mom with me on that tour. Oh, and wow. uh, ho- hopefully Henry, but Henry uh, might have an internship or something. I don't know. So, yeah, so we'll see, but I'm excited to bring my mom with me. That's exciting. So the tour that you'll have this summer, she's, she's going to come along. Was that her choice? Your choice? Both choice? Uh, well, my choice. And also this band, this family called the Canaans that live up in the North, uh, the Northeast. I did a show up there, just the most delightful. Um, they have a pub downstairs in their home. Um, and they built it, you know, just for family, you know, to go down and it looks like an Irish pub. It's unreal. Like you open, like it's, I think they used to what run liquor down there and stuff back in the, what would that be? Prohibition era. Prohibition era. Yeah. The twenties. The twenties. Okay. So it it looks like that down there and it, it it was that. And anyway, one of the brothers, there's like 10, 10 brothers and a couple of sisters, I don't know. They're like this little house in the family type type. Uh, I mean, prairie type family. And um, they have become obsessed with my mother <laughs> <So> <laughs> during the show. They kept yelling. I think I told a story about her and they kept screaming, bring mom back, bring mom back. Wow. This particular little town they live in um, is one of her favorite places in the world. And she only got to visit once. Um, so I'm bringing mom back. It's, <laughs> it's kind of. It's sort of a must. I, I think they would probably not let me play if I didn't have her with me. So, yeah, you show up. Uh, where's mom? Where's your mom? Yeah, yeah. where's your mom? Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Lee. We're we're happy you made it, but yeah, but. Uh, yeah. Is this the first time your mom has gone with you like this on a tour or yes, company? Oh, yeah. really? After yeah. all this time? After all this time? Wow! It makes okay. her sad to see me play it's weird it makes her really yeah that's interesting what's her reasoning behind that i am a mother and it's still hard for me to understand but i think a lot of the songs you know are the the contents of them are very personal and and nothing to do with her sure Um, sure a lot about my dad but um he was awesome too but um but yeah, I think a lot of it. She's like, "Oh, can I just stay at the hotel?" Or like, she's just <laughs> afraid of afraid of getting like super vulnerable in front of in front of a bunch of people, which I totally understand. Happens totally. to be my superhero. I mean, superpower. <laughs> I swear, I'm not drunk. I'm not high. I'm not high. I, I had to wear a hat because I braided my hair i don't let's you have another question (laughs) you would not believe was under this hat right now girl i feel the same way about my hair i can't get it to go right what it's like it's like all over the place all the time i I have a hat look i brought a hat i was like okay am i doing the hat am i doing that i don't know so good you've got andy garcia hair Perfect. Oh, I like that. Andy Garcia. Wow. I've never heard that. I like that a lot. You have it. Claim it. Name it and claim it. What happened to that guy? That guy's amazing. Yeah, I know. He's one of my favorite actors. I don't know. He's probably resting his (laughs) oral. 
Resting on his laurels. <laughs> resting. I don't Maybe know. they're resting on him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love it. This is great. I'm so glad you're on here. To, Thanks to, for that having we're talking. me back. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. You know, you have this man. I got to tell you something. So I just I've been listening on repeat to the. I know you have a. There's there's more songs that you released, but this one right. song in particular I can't get enough of. Um, God gave me horses. Thank you. The 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 tide sessions, right? So it's called the tide. This album you released in August, right, or September? September, yes. September, okay. Um, that song. Oh man. Wow. That's thank a, you. that is a, that line. Um, the state gave me 18 months. God gave me horses. I got to say, I mean, I wrote that down. That's probably one of the best lines I've heard in a song. And I don't know when I, I can't, I, I can't from the above. Like, it's it really, such a good line. I mean, it's so well delivered. It's such a beautiful song. And that tide session, this like unplugged, like, oh man, so goodly. Thank really. you. Thank you so much. I'm really proud of it. And uh, everything that, I've been able to achieve with this company um, has really been just such a, a corner that I didn't, I wasn't expecting. I thought I was just going to be here all year and I have been, but I've been able to work, you know, from home and, and record songs that are so important to me. Um, and, and just like build something, even though it's a year my son's graduating instead of sitting around, like sort of hearing the ticking of the clock. I can be busy and creative and that's something I'm really, really grateful for. Yeah. That's awesome. I Is mean, it, this, this, um, you hadn't put out music for like six years or so, right? Well, before that, According to Wikipedia. So, I, you no, know, no, I don't know right. how right that is all the time. There may have been a few singles, but yeah, no, yeah you're right. No, not a, like a, a record. And I know this is just a, half a record but the next half is going to be pretty pretty stunning i must say yeah but and this I, first if this is just a you know half of a it's amazing i mean thanks. it's like wouldn't that be better than a full record of nonsense yes I think, right yes. quality yes but there will but, be volume another two. volume yeah. two so let's talk about who the collaborators are that you brought on for this first first one here that that's out right now that people can listen to okay who did you, who did you I've bring got, on uh cc winans who it's is just just um, uh one of my favorite people and voices in the world and ruby amanfu who i really love as well my husband stephen wilson jr uh on a song we wrote together called made for this about <laughs> we were about to kill each other and we sat down and wrote a song instead, which was a better choice. It's a better choice. Better, better choice. Better yeah. choice. <laughs> um, and then um, Vince Gill, holy cow. And wow. Tanya Tucker was a highlight. <laughs> wow. Um, trying to think, who am I, who am I missing? Uh, uh, am I missing anything? I don't, I don't think so. I think so. that was it. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So each song is like you're paired with somebody. Is that the idea? Well, we we you know we factored in. All right, this is the song we've got. Like who would, who would be a good match? And so for never again, every time Tanya Tucker was like the perfect um, archetype 
you know, yeah. like there isn't, yeah. I mean, she is the archetype. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> totally. uh, having her was absolutely perfect. And I can't think of anyone more gentle spirited and obviously gifted uh, than Vince Gill to join me on God gave me horses um, because that song um, came from an experience where I, I met a prisoner. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I, I don't think so. I, I'm, I went to an agricultural center with my best friend and we were um, looking at the horses and she brought her dog and it's something that she makes a habit of because she lives right down the street. And she kind of made me go that morning and I was like, I really don't want to. And I went with her and we're looking at these beautiful animals. And I remember it was cold because this man came out of the barn and he was wearing a, a jacket. So we couldn't instantly tell that he was wearing a uniform, like a prison uniform. And, um, and so he, he just came out of the barn and started talking to us and telling us about his life and why he was incarcerated. Um, and the fact that, you know, he, when he's, I guess, on good behavior, the, the cops there would let him come and work with the horses and how it was, it had healed him. I mean, he said a lot of the lines that are in the song I mean, really most of them. Um, wow. But by the time I got to the car that morning, I had the state gave me 18 months. God gave me horses because you could see it all over his face. I mean, yeah. and he said he talked about his dad. He talked yeah. about the hardest part, you know, was, was just missing his wife. And, um, you know, so his vulnerability led to this this song, you know, that's touching a lot of people. And um, unfortunately, he hasn't been able to hear it uh, that I know of yet. So, oh, really? Yeah, we we gave copies to all of the police people that work there. Um, yeah. And they were very appreciative and they love the song. Um, love it. But um, but they said that that um, this man, um, his name is Dwayne, um, can hear it when he's ready to hear it. And I was like, well, it seems like any time is right is like the right time for something like this. But maybe that'll maybe, inspire him to, you know. Uh, right. Uh, but I'm thinking he may have re like reoffended or something, but sure. they won't. I can't. I haven't been able to get much information, but but there, there's. I do have in my mind, Dwayne being like really, really tall, dark haired. There's something about Vince Gill and his beautiful vulnerability, and this guy Dwayne, um, and his vulnerability. That I don't know. It just made it made so much sense. And then when. Vince said yes. And that's what it was. It was just a series of yeses that I couldn't believe. And Whoa. it made for this project that I just, yeah, I, I'm so proud of it. That's uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So when is the volume two coming out or is that public or you're not allowed to talk about that? I don't know. No, I, I think I could just guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your guess couple, is the best one so I you know. record, i've recorded once one song already and then two will get done lord willing next week and then i've got a little bit more writing to do um but uh, i believe what have they said i think end of summer it might be the same thing like a year later okay so, okay right on yeah that's September, good september august september but I'm, yeah. um, yeah, I'm couldn't be more excited about what's coming. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I hey, wish hey, I could so, about that. 
You said you have a little more writing. Is it all the songs are done and you're tweaking or you still have full songs to? I probably, I mean, I I have a lot of songs in my head that I just got to, I got to get out um, anyway, just for my sanity, whether they're good enough to go on this project. I don't, I don't know yet, but, um, but yeah, there's just so much housework to be done. (laughs) Is that it? That's what's holding it up. Two dudes. And I know a lot of people do, you know, you guys, you're you're everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Some of of you are just, you know, everywhere. I can't believe the things that I see in this house every day. And, and I look at my, it's, you know, and, and Henry's 18 now. He doesn't have an excuse. I mean, I guess he could say his mom didn't teach him, but that's not true. <laughs> so I just got to, I got to square away. I really have to prioritize my time, um, which I'm not really great about that. But yeah, I've got some writing to do. There you go. You got some writing to do. Um, do you know, is it, are you one of these people that... um like if your house is out of order, you feel like your life is out of order. Mm-hmm. That, it, are you in that? Is that mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't, and it keeps me from doing the next thing. I like, see. Yeah. I, I can't see a clear path to that guitar. Like I can see the guitar. Sure. And I, and then I get caught up in this, you know, after COVID thing where I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I get so tired that it feels like if i don't fall asleep i'm just gonna die do you get do you are you napping i don't know how long it's i nap but i've always i've napped for quite a while because of living in spain oh because you know how to nap right it's sort of built into the culture and it's it's stuck with me for a long time yeah yeah typically you're not trying to i would say it depends how old you are. So here, here's the deal. If you're in Spain, typically younger people will sleep like 30, 45 minutes. Right. If you're older, right, if it's grandpa or grandpa, they might sleep an hour and a half, yeah. two hours, like legitimately. I'm, you I'm, know. S- I'm sleeping as long as I freaking can. Yeah, me too. I kind of just go to sleep and then I wake up and I kind of have two days in a day, if that makes sense. Two, yes, yes. You know, yes. that nap really separates my day in half. Yeah, and I exactly. feel like I have two days because I have exactly. two mornings after I wake up from the nap. I'm having a second morning, <laughs> it, right? Like it's like, <laughs> but the light looks different here. Yeah, like exactly. Nap, and I wake up and it's dark. I'm like, what have I not done? Like, is that Henry, is a, yes, yes, is he alive? Right. <laughs> is he alive? I'm trying like, so hard. What day to, is it? Yeah. I know exactly. Like, I what did I miss? I didn't feed him dinner. <laughs> Like he's not a freaking adult. Golly, I'm such a helicopter mom, but I'm working on it. Oh man, this kid is. I mean, it's like a. I didn't do it, but he's turned into this like Liam Neeson, super stoic character. He's oh wow. He's serious. He's smart. He wants to go into. I don't know what. Doesn't like me to talk about it. Um. He wants to go into like either the like FBI, CIA, NSA. I was actually going to ask you that. What are his plans yeah. of of going for? That's cool, yeah. man. That's He's, a cool thing to want to do. You know, I think so. Both my my mom's brothers were in the CIA and the NSA, and they spoke fluent Russian and Spanish. And oh, my wow. son speaks Spanish. He's taught himself Russian, um, so he can 
like read it, but his class load has gotten so difficult the last year and a half that he's really kind of put that to the side. And I'm not sure he's as interested in getting all up in the Russian situation with by knowing the language. Sure. You're definitely saying, I'll help. <laughs> and I'm not sure he wants to get involved in all that. It's a mess. Um, so anyway, but I I just I gotta learn on I learn about, you know, letting go. So the Susie Boggus song, right? Oh, letting go. You know that song? No. It's been no. Uh I've had 18 years to get ready for this day. Oh, it's it'll just kill you. Oh man. Oh Should gosh. I just I'm not a parent, you know, I, I, I don't, it's tough for me to like, my brother right. has kids. I have nephews. I, the amount yeah. I feel for them, right. I can't imagine what the parent, right? Like, cause the love I have for them is insane. So for the parent, right. For my yeah. brother, I can't even, I mean, I can't fathom it. Uh-uh. It's it must be. Well, you can, I mean, I feel very deeply for my niece and nephew as well. So I could get worked up because my nephew oh. just 17. Yes. And I'll feel the same way about them. I call I'll, when I, I would kill somebody for them. Le- legitimately, yeah. I would. You know what I mean? I would do I anything for them. Yeah. No, I have. I mean, with my niece in the grocery store, like step to men that were looking at her, like, excuse me, excuse me. That's I right. I know she's pretty, but you better get away from her. Um, because she oh, was yeah. like thirteen at the time. I just oh, have a niece that looks like she's thirty and a really good-looking thirty. I don't know. Good looking 30. You're like, not a bad looking 30. It's like, I know. Why didn't I even say 20? I mean, I I feel (laughs) scared about age these days. I don't know if I'm trying to make myself feel younger or just it's, I just feel like, I guess, since my demographic now is, you know, because I'm a 70s Hill Hill Country girl, (laughs) um, being like, being 45, everything's going, everything's (laughs) that's attractive to me is older now so i guess that's i went all the way up to 30 she really looks like a a gorgeous 20 year old but she's only 14 that's terrifying gosh you know they always say every generation like oh kids look older right every did they say i don't know i feel like i don't feel like that was the case when i was younger yeah i did not look that way i at all and it's not her it's not her fault she's just tall and she happens to be really beautiful um it's not her fault. It's just the way she looks. She doesn't wear makeup. She doesn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, looking, looking, uh, you know, as you get older, right, that's only going to benefit her, I think. Um, I always oh. had a baby face. Uh, so as I got older, I still looked young, you know, yeah. it, it didn't matter how. But as I got older, that helped me. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. Because you, you know, get I, more distinguished looking, like, especially both. with men and, and you know, women too. I just think like the less, the less like you fuss with makeup, the more youthful you look. That's what hey, my I'm sister and I have always. That's our credo. <laughs> yeah, that's your credo. Yeah, less is more, right? Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's my motto in the kitchen. Listen, I get yeah. it. I yeah. Get it. Have you been able to? I know you're. It's your podcast, but have you been able? Has anything changed in that realm for you as far as? restauranting cooking um 
Not really. I mean, to be honest with you, I I really have no desire to get back into that at the moment. I mean, I do sometimes. I'm not going to lie. There's moments where, God, I would love to be on the line. I'd love to be creating a menu, cook, you know. But then I think of all the other stuff that comes with it that I just am not ready to get back into yet. But I'll never say never. That's That's for sure. That's good. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I have a lot of concepts and ideas and projects, and I think really it'll just come down to... Right moment, right time, right partnership. You know what? I'm oh. ready. Let's let's do this. Let's uh, yeah. we have this idea, this concept. Absolutely. There's a there's a hole in the market where I would be at where I could say, okay, this this could work. Yeah. You know, let, let's do well, this. Well, maybe I don't know. What if you? What did you grow up in Spain? No, no, I grew up in you Texas. Just lived there for a while. Yeah, yeah, I just lived there. Maybe you open a restaurant in Spain. I've thought about it. Trust me, for sure. That 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 has definitely come about. I've thought about doing American food over there because yeah. nobody does. Some people do American food over there, and it's just done really bad. Well, I wonder what Spain would think of Tex-Mex. Is that already a, like? Is that no? Sort it's of, not over there at all. It's um, probably not over there on purpose. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it was done, done right, they would like it. The problem yeah, is, like, it's not done right those? there. Yeah, right. yeah, they don't like a tortilla to them is is eggs and onion and potato. That's a tortilla to them. Sounds pretty good, but not the same thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's not the same thing at all. I, I think they would like it. Um, Spanish people like Spanish food. Right. That's how Europe is, really. If yeah. When you're in Italy, they, they really like their food. I mean, right. it's hard to find other things. Right. Um, maybe you find, like, the Northern African influence. So you've right. got Moroccan food and things right. like that. So they'll right. get into that kind of stuff. But yeah. otherwise, it's it's like their thing. Like, yeah. that's all they want. I don't know. It's tough. That's why I'm always like, man, America, y'all want y'all think we just eat McDonald's? That is not we true, like man. everything. We have yeah. everything here. It's so diverse. I tell people mm-hmm. that all the time. I, Hey, man, the food is more diverse in America than Europe. I'm sorry. It just is. It is. It just is. Because we yeah. come from everywhere. Exactly. All, so all the influences have gotten into the, into the pot. Yep. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, the pot pan. It all works. Hey, we cooking it all. I'm going to try to talk about drugs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Say no. That's my my motto to not all of of them. Maybe. No, but most all. Uh, all, Yes. (laughs) 99.9% of them. (laughs) Yes. 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 Absolutely. Um, Okay. You know, I was going to ask you about is, um, I, I don't know if you want to talk about it. So if you don't, it's all good. But this Spotify thing that's going on right now, like Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, they're pulling their music from Spotify because of Joe Rogan, right? Having quote unquote misinformation on his podcast. And I'm a podcaster. You're a musician. This, I feel like we could have this conversation. Um, I'm curious your thoughts on, on this. Well, I'm just, uh, it, there's no doubt like in the arts and in compensation for the output that we do, you know, you, it's not fair. It just isn't, but it's something that has been, I mean, either you're forced to play the game or you take it off, you know, you take it off like uh, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell did, which I think is completely badass. Um, And I guess, I want to say it's because they can, but um, 
So <laughs> they earned that spot and that's amazing. Um, and then as far as Joe Rogan goes, I mean, I'm, I'm all about free speech, but yeah, it gets really dicey when you start telling people not to get vaccinated or you're spreading information. And I appreciate his response has been that I'll try to make it more even as far as yeah. the information that I'm spreading, but it's obvious what, you know, what the people that listen to his podcast, which I have been one of them at times. I'm like, there's, he's got guests that I'm interested in listening to that I think are really interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he needs to be more responsible, but what I'm, what I keep hearing is he doesn't need Spotify, right? They need him more than he needs them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it sucks, but I feel like I've been living in this, um, place where I've kind of known, Hey, this is not going to be fair anymore since Napster. And I was, you know, hearing about that and the label that I was on at the time, Terry McBride from network up in Canada was pro pro Napster because he, I think he saw, he's a bit of a visionary. I guess I can give him that. Um, he saw, this is where it's going anyway. So let's get in and let's lean into it. Let's lean into it. And, and I, I think we've leaned into it way too hard. And, 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 and then I see people like in my own town, like this guy, Steve Bogard, who's a, who's a, a great songwriter. Um, and I think he's, um, it's like the president of uh, the songwriters, something or other here in, uh, in Nashville, but he and a bunch of people, they worked so hard just to get a few more rungs on the ladder and, and make the songwriters, you know, kind of not just lose across the board, but it took so much. And he's like one guy. And I, I know he's not the only one that's fought for things, but yeah, it just feels like this behemoth issues that artists are going to have. And, and then I start getting sad and thinking, well, maybe with all the garbage going on in the world, people are just not even going to want art or music anymore. Oh. And then I hear the opposite. Um, I think I was listening to NPR yesterday and yeah, just hearing people experiencing concerts again. And yes, it absolutely is essential. It's an essential part of our our makeup as, as these spirits that we are. So it's not going anywhere. I think it should be more fair, but it's, it is what it is for now. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate your, your take on it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's interesting to hear all some musicians coming out and defending Spotify all of a sudden. I thought was int- I was like, wait a second. I thought Spotify musicians hated Spotify. <laughs> like, what? Right. Where did this change all of a sudden? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for Joe Rogan, I was like, wait a second. Um, you can still defend Joe Rogan, but not like Spotify. If right. you know, you know, right? Yeah. They're the big giant, you know, yeah. and feel like a peon, and if. You know, if I'm Taylor Swift and she's done her, I mean, she's done some big things trying to help. And, you know, it just, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's really unfair. Um, and the only thing we've got going for us uh, is just what we bring to the table, which people apparently love. <laughs> um, hopefully. Um, yes. Yes. Music. Absolutely. And art and, um so we just got to go with the flow and see 
see what happens. But yeah, I don't know what the actual current status is with Joe Rogan. Like, has he been absolved or? Um, well, so I'll give a quick run through of the story for, you know, for people yeah. listening as well that may not know about. It. So originally, um, yeah, Neil Young and um, Joni Mitchell pulled their music because Joe Rogan had had um, Dr. Robert Malone and Stephen McCullough, I believe his name, Dr. Stephen McCullough, both on, and they both are known for spreading quote unquote misinformation about, you know, COVID-19 and the vaccine. And, mm-hmm. you know, they may have their own little theories or whatever. So he, they come on, they, they talk and yeah, people got upset. So they wanted to pull their music. Joe came out and said, you know, what you said earlier, Hey, I'm going to try to balance this out and have go. And I appreciated him saying that. I think that was the right thing to say personally. Um, and then another video comes out of a compilation of him saying the N-word, just boom, 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 oh, boom, I boom, forgot boom, about boom. That. Yeah, yeah, that was intense. I'm not going to lie. I, I watched that and it was like- I didn't see that. Can't defend that. There's no way. And I'm sorry. I don't know why these people are like, ah, uh, you know, it, it's out of context. It's out of, what? That, well, there's no, there's, there is no context for That's that. what I mean. Exactly. There yeah. is no con. I'm sorry. It's just not, um, it, he knew it too. Because the, the video Joe Rogan released, I appreciate that video too. I'm not going to lie too, because he's look, Hey, that did not look good. You're right. That was wrong. Yes. Yeah. You're thank you. dude. Yeah. You're right. And I think, um, at this point, he's just going to have to deal with this rapid fire sort of, Hey, we're going to call you out on these things that add up over time. Right. You know, I don't think it's done. I think some more, some more compilations of other things are probably going to come oh, I'm out. Sure. I'm sure they will. I have, you know. I, I don't think I could stand to even listen to that. And I, Oh no, I, if I, I, I listen, stopped I it halfway through him again. And I do, I think he's such a smart man and I respect that he's interested in knowing more about the world, but I think you can, I mean, the, the, the other thing is just garbage, but, um, you know, he has shed light on some cool topics, but, uh, I'm probably down with Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, man. It's a tough, um, you know, being a podcaster myself, here's what I can agree with him on certain things that he said when he said like, look, if you're going to pour through all the thousands of hours I've spoken, you're going to find things that I said that whatever. And I can, I can see that point. If someone right. were to go through all 200 episodes of the Lone Star Plate, maybe they could find a few things that I said that maybe whatever. I mean, I personally don't think so. I'm pretty cool. I don't really say <laughs> anything too crazy, right. but who knows? Maybe yeah. that could be possible. So, okay. I, I can see that. But at the end of the day, he has a responsibility, whether he likes it or not. Sorry. You, you, right. you reach too many people. You do have to be aware of the the content that's going out i'm sorry it's just how it is it's just a responsibility he's gonna have to suck it up and and deal with it and yeah he's gonna he's gonna lose some people over this for sure um oh yeah you know without a doubt uh i kind of stopped listening to him a while ago to be honest with you yeah you know i do i but i i i it concerns me my son listens to him but a lot of my my he's got a really good head on his shoulders and so I think he can parse out, you know, Absolutely. Himself, you yes. know, what I believe what, that's how you fight misinformation. Trash. I, I yeah. don't believe in deplatforming just or pulling off. Away. I, right. I believe just you do another podcast that 
mm-hmm. combats that. That's how you fight it. Because the moment you start trying to put, in my opinion, right, uh, the moment you start trying to pull away, one, it just makes people search that thing out that you're mm-hmm. saying don't listen to, mm-hmm. right? And second, we're not, you know, three things. Second, we're not giving people the benefit of the doubt that they're smart enough to discern between this information. Right. Hold, hold up. Let, let's give people that they're smart. You know, most of us are pretty intelligent. Right. Um, and third, it's just a slippery slope. Who's going to mm-hmm. decide those things? So to maybe right. just have a line in the sand, you know, and, but Spotify's a business. They have a right to say, Hey, we don't want to have this on. So that's different. That's not breaking your that's- freedom of speech. I'm sorry. Right. No. Um, and the same thing with Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, I heard some musician come out and say, oh, uh, oh, I thought they used to fight for freedom of speech back in the city. Uh, they are. That's what right. they're, pro- they're protesting. They're still right. doing it. Yeah, they're putting their right. money where their mouth is literally. Uh, that didn't make any. I mean, it's literally a protest. They yeah. didn't say you need to pull Joe Rogan down and, and leave it at that. They said it's me or him. My choice. Right. What do you want? Right. Yeah. Hey, I respect that. I yes, I respect that. So, yeah. yeah. You know, Me for too. those saying yeah. that. Yeah, it is. It's a censorship and all that you were just talking about. It's a slippery slope to book burning, which we're yeah. also seeing that kind of garbage happening. So I don't know. It's a it's tough, right? It's it's it's, it's tough. A new Look, day every day. I stay in my zone. I do my thing here. I try to help the people that I can. And right. you yeah. know, that's what I focus on, you know, yeah. and having mm-hmm. wonderful people like you on to have these wonderful conversations. Thank you. Um, let's talk a little bit about this tour because people listening, we're going to put this out right in time for that happening. So, you know, you got the, you got the grand old Opry. That's the, the first one that's, that's coming up. Um, yes. and after that, you're kind of, you're moving around quite a bit, to be honest with you. Are there any other ones you're super excited about? Um, you're looking forward well, to. I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure excited. all of them, quote unquote, but um, I know next week isn't really a tour, but I'm getting to do some really cool recording with some really exciting people. So I'm excited about that. Well, they might not be exciting people, but I'm a big fan. <laughs> it might be enormous bores, but that's like we're going to have to do another podcast uh, just to talk about whether they were bores or not. And then I can tell you who they were and if they suck. Um, but anyway, they're, they're not gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be amazing and I can't wait. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited about all the shows. I just love connection. I just, I, I missed it when, when we weren't doing it, uh, oh, for that, you know, year and a half. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, I know a lot of musicians are still holding off and I don't blame yeah. them at all. Sure. I went to, a, um, you know, a, like a seaside type music festival and that's where I got COVID. Um, oh, and so man. I think almost everybody there. So definitely. Um, but luckily it was Omicron. So it was uh, not as severe and, and I'm vaccinated and boosted and all that but anyway um no i'm excited about everywhere i I have to say that that june part that's when most of the shows are happening and i'm looking forward to that the most because henry's graduation will be over so like my face i can just put ice packs all you know it'll be healed up by then from the just laying on the floor just crying and then (laughs) and uh, and then you know i just feel like june is just sort of the it's it's like a new chapter that's when a new chapter starts it's also the month of my birthday 
my mom's going to come with me. And yeah, things just feel good. And maybe even Henry will come, but he probably should be working. Doing something, preparing for the yeah. CIA. For life. Or yeah. Some, yeah. Or that too. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that sounds like, look, it sounds like 2022 is going to be a nice year, you know, getting back into things. I pray so. Yes. Right? It yeah. Seems, yeah. Seems like it's so far so good. Okay, that's awesome. No, I'm I'm really I'll happy to hear that. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think we all need that. Um, yeah, for sure. And I, and right? I, uh, um, I think it was um, was the artist. Uh, yeah, his name is from San Francisco. It'll come. It'll come to me. But I, he just did his first show. Matt uh, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I, I, he, he might prefer me not to talk about his name anyway. Um, <laughs> but I, he had not played any shows and has been really careful and has gotten kind of quiet on Instagram. And he's usually really, really, um, you know, just, he's hilarious and making his fans laugh and really connects with people. And I kind of noticed less and less and less. And then the other night he posted at an after show, just sort of synopsis. And it made me cry. It was so sweet. And it was like, Aww. he forgot how incredibly important it is for him. And as well as, as hopefully, you know, your fan or whoever is coming to see you, but that, that connection for us, it's like, uh, you know, no matter who you are, or what you do, um, I think we all need it. But, um, but I know for me, it feels like an, an extension of my body. And, and when I don't have it, it's like something slowly being drained out of you. And so, so I can't pinpoint one show. I do get to go to New York city though. And I haven't been since all this started. So I I'm pretty excited to play. Oh yeah. Uh, to play there again. And, and I, I love the city. Um, so it's a great I'm city. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great city. Yeah, my friend and I were last night. In fact, we're just telling each other New York City stories back and forth. We're just going back. You know, so great. Oh, this one time, this one time I went here, you know, oh, that's so great. Uh, when yeah, you can I miss do it. that. Yeah, yeah, I miss that. I miss it. Yeah. I used to live uh, in Pennsylvania, like near Philadelphia. Okay. So we were always going up to yeah. New York uh, all the time just to that's shop, perfect. just whatever, just hang out. Just whatever. yeah. Um, you know, I was going to ask you too about. Um, any sort of new music that you like that's out there of any other artist that you've been listening to or anybody you want to shout out? I'm trying you to know, think about I don't know. Can I talk about old music? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, Lee, you know what? There are rules. No. It's not that there's not great new music. I'm loving this girl, Sierra Farrell. Have you okay. heard? Did I say no. her name right? I don't know. Oh my she, God. I'm so bad. I think she's in Texas right now, maybe with um, a bunch of gals, but they um, like on a tour with a bunch of yeah. girls. But, uh, yeah. Her name is Sierra Farrell. And I hope I'm saying that right. It's either Farrell or Farrell, but I, okay. Oh, I see. She's got like a tattoo on the side of her eyes. She kind of has like a gypsy look about her plays the fiddle i think and I, she probably plays everything and she's got this incredible like just folk voice so yeah, yeah so new music really into her okay. um i loved rodney crowell's latest record was it triage um i think that it was i don't know what's happening under here man i told you about the braids 
your hair looks great. I think it looks cool with the beanie and all that. Or there's, it's been growing. Yeah, I know we're talking about music right now, but it's been growing for so long. I got like a, I got a creepy little perm back in (laughs) back in June, and it has, and I thought it would have creepy little perm. I did. And I thought it would help me oh, like grow, grow it out because it's too yeah. tempting when it's straight for me to just start cutting bangs. And then and then this comes in and then I look like He-Man because my mom <laughs> says I have a <laughs> My mom says I have a thick neck. So you know that one that ah, have you seen that? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I said hey. You know, you seen that four non blondes? Yes. I, uh, did you see the cartoon though? No, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I gotta send it to you, but it's oh a cartoon of He Man singing that, singing that with oh that my. haircut and that thick neck. And every time I see it, I'm like, okay, so that's why you've got this creepy perm. <laughs> but it has gotten there's there's parts of the perm like it's still <sighs> my hair naturally is really like soft and straight like stick straight but real you know it's fine so this perm has made it (laughs) something else um (laughs) but it's long and there's (laughs) it's just everywhere and last night i was bored and uh i i I just braided it all over not cornrows because i'm not like I'm not a genius, yeah. but I braided it all over <laughs> out of boredom, and both the boys were making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> but I took them out this morning, thinking, "Oh, it's gonna look like my hair's crimped, and it it looks like it's crapped." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, so back to music. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> back to music. No, I found this uh, this artist. Um, I forget. Uh, how I found him, but his name is John Martin and he okay. passed away in 2008 and it's Martin with a Y okay. and he was, um, English somehow, but, or I don't know, he's from up there and, uh, just the most experimental, like beautiful guitar stuff. There's a record of his called solid air that I have not, I really honestly have not stopped listening to for about two months. Oh, wow. And it's driving everyone I know crazy because <laughs> I'm, I'm in the place where I'm forcing people to listen to it. Yeah. 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 yeah you know, totally. you get so yeah. excited and it's like, it's not possible. You're not going to love this record. Um, but, you know, I'm sure it's possible. But I think that's what my neighbors thought when I was playing your song on repeat forever. <laughs> That Which just, God gave me horses or kiss yeah, me. yeah, no, the God gave me horse. I'm, I swear, I, I might have heard a couple knocks on my door, like, <laughs> "Hey, dude, seriously, fifteen times in a row." Hey, bro, that's a good song. Leave me alone. I get it. God gave you horses. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Leave me alone. I'm inspired enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I heard this great quote from really the oddest source about creativity and art. Cause you were saying earlier about what, you know, you mentioned it in passing, like, oh, what if art went away, right? Like this idea right. that art could go away, that that sparked something. And he said, um, it was Neil deGrasse Tyson of all people. Yeah. 
I love that guy. I watch him I so much. Too. Yeah. Um, and he said, um, what did he say? Okay, I want to make sure I get this right because it's so cool. Okay, if it, to be more creative, you need to be less productive. Mm. Because yeah. he meant like if you're so focused on you know getting these tasks done, or these ta- everything done, done, right. done you're never going to stop and be creative and come up with something new. Right. Um, I found that fascinating, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that. I, right? I think in my, I think it's absolutely true because I find myself doing all these little things all day and they're not little things. They're like our dryer's broken right now. So I have to keep going to the laundromat oh, God. and doing laundry. And that's not a little thing. It takes a long time. Yeah. I got to get groceries and I, you know, got to keep, we've got animals. We've got a 12 year old St. Bernard that. Oh, wow. Um, you know, he's been in better shape and that it's just, I mean, you know, it's winter, it's hard with a giant dog that's having a hard time walking on the ice. And so whatever, it's just, yeah, you're right. It's like the environment right now is sort of opposite of like, get the guitar out. Um, yeah. Conducive uh, to yeah, yeah. writing something. Sure. Maybe I'll take my guitar to LA next week and try to get some time. There you go. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah, that we're solving problems here. Yeah, <laughs> solving problems. We're solving or, problems. Or I, I could start staying up all night, having <laughs> pain. I've never done that. <laughs> Is that what you do when you want to stay up? I don't know. <laughs> no, we're like the the last. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> You're not good at this whole drug thing, Lee. I love it. You're not good at it. This is good. No, yeah. I have like silver or whatever pain I have around, like all yeah, the time. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to make me stay awake. I would never even try it. It's oh, disgusting. God. Oh, yeah. So destructive. No, no. Yeah. no. You got when you said that, it made me think of Steve O from Jackass because he used to do that all the time. And he would have paint all over him. So, I mean, just like you're describing, it was like, oh, bro, bro. But that guy turned it around. Speaking of the new Jackass movie just came out. Listen, I got to say, I I recommend it. Did you see it? No, but I laughed so hard at the trailer for it. Oh, man. I saw the movie. I went to the theater. You did? Buddy. Yes. And I'll be honest. I haven't laughed that hard. And I don't remember when. I I, yeah. I laugh from from literally the first image to the last the whole oh time. I, it was that later. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> if you think the trailer's funny, oh man, it's yeah. the best one yet, in okay. my opinion. Because they'd also, I don't really do some of the gross stuff. Like I'm not into some of that gross stuff, and they sort of removed all that in this one. Okay. This is and just, it's just yeah, yeah, just real straightforward. Okay. Well, that's just good hilarious. So, yeah, because that would have kept me away. Like, oh, the rest is going to be disgusting. Um, totally. So, yeah, no, I don't this need one's... cars and people's bodies. It's the it's the movie we re- need right now because right. it doesn't matter what you believe, who you vote for, or whatever yeah. nonsense going on. You can laugh at this. Yeah, you know? exactly. This is Perfect. just complete, just just dumpfired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Laughs. Just laugh. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Leah, is there anything um, we didn't bring up? Anything you want to mention before we go? Um, let's let's let people know how to follow you on social media for sure, if they're I'm not a, already. 
I'm mostly present and uh, interactive on Instagram and I'm Lee Bird Nash there. And then on Facebook, which I don't even think they let me on there anymore. My, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. admins, well, Facebook will, but um, my management kind of controls that. Um, so, but that's Lee Bingham Nash, which I know is kind of confusing. Sorry about that. It's a decision I made years ago and uh, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> Bingham is spelled B-I-N-G-H-A-M. So Lee Bingham Nash on Facebook and um, Instagram. I'm Lee Bird Nash. And that's that's the way to find me. Awesome. Awesome. Without a hat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go fix yes. my hair. <laughs> oh, I saw that post you put on Instagram asking for advice for <laughs> haircuts. And then the last picture I swiped to. Oh man, that was so funny. You have such a great sense of humor, I gotta Thank say. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I it would just be that tough with the, with the mustache, but <laughs> I can get it done. Yes, I could yes. go get just find some theater people. Give me the biggest mustache you got. <laughs> I gotta play the opera tonight. I need a razor and some glue. <laughs> I'm playing the opera tonight, guys. <laughs> Fix me up. <laughs> The works. <laughs> the works. Oh man, that's too Thank funny. You yes, guys. Back on, oh, this was so, so much fun. fun. Yes, please follow Lee on on Instagram for all the funny bits and clips of music. I mean, you get it all when you follow you on Instagram, Lee. So thank you. That's the good thank part. You. Well, yes, my best to you and um, you know your family. Uh, this tour's coming up. I'm super excited for you, and I just I wish you the best. Uh, with everything and you know if you ever come through dallas i'm going to see you a thousand All right. percent without a doubt i, will make I mean sure i let you know thank oh, you oh gosh so much. please please for sure and this uh again this podcast we're dedicated uh to, to uh to ruby yes to your grandma to ruby uh, yes yes thank absolutely so thank you, thank you so again much. lee all right take care stay healthy and safe yes you as well stay healthy okay. and safe we'll talk soon all right bye all right bye-bye the lone star play podcast is produced by texas real food Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more. We're using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, visit our website, lonestarplate.show. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. <laughs>